Before we get started on today's episode, I just want to remind you that Not Gonna Lie is brought to you by Aaron Visual. Aaron Visual provides high quality, affordable apparel and stickers. On November 1st, Cycle 4 drops with all new gear. You can find them on Instagram, Aaron's Visual, on Twitter, Aaron underscore visual, or their website, AaronVisual.co. You can use NGL at checkout for free shipping. So what are you waiting for? Head on to their website and order some apparel. Aaron Visual. By Aaron. For everyone. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not, Not Gonna, Gonna Lie. Oh, oh okay, well, okay. That was, that's kind of awkward. Hayden's back. In case you didn't notice. In case you didn't, because he kind of stole my intro, the one thing that I You know, I took one of those personality tests week. where it tells you your types, John. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I like the center of attention, so. Oh, I mean, I we didn't need an Enneagram <laughs> to figure that one out. Uh, anyways, a bit of not really breaking news, but something breaking that bad. happened today. Breaking good. Breaking good. The NCAA has ruled unanimously to allow players to profit off of their likeness, which is surprising, uh, especially because they said they voted unanimously. Uh, When was the last time somebody voted unanimously on something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't really. I can't think of anything. I have no idea. Unanimous? unanimous? Uh, Steph Curry MVP a couple years ago. That was true. That was unanimous. Uh, That's it, really. I don't know, but the the thing that's weird, like. The fact that they voted unanimously, but yet they've, you know, stuck a line in the sand and been so adamant against it. Yeah. But like, what? What's the all ch- of a like, sudden they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, in California, they already passed that um, pay-to-play act where they can do what the NCAA is allowing them to do. So it's like there's no like there's no massive pushback over the last week. But I'm excited for college football and college basketball video games to come out. So John, does this mean that they can do ads? Yeah. So if they wanted to, so they can literally do anything except for sell like signatures. Probably no, they no they, they can, can do sell that signatures? too. Yeah, that's their name. Yeah, exactly. So, so really, it's any marketing opportunity. So for you, you care about like you were saying, video games. The video games, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that means that guys like uh, to uh, who is it? The, to the coldest ever, the coldest ever. Yeah. The guy that just signed at LSU, he can make about. like five million dollars well, the, the second qu- he gets into college. But the question is, like, what about guys that have already been gotten in trouble for profiting off their image and likeness? Like, is that just going to remain? Or I mean, it's still, sort of... it was at the time, it, it was, was still illegal. Yeah, yeah, so they can't. But they could maybe do some sort of like a, you know, like a renewal thing where they can. Maybe. Well, maybe, but I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, not, this is the best comparison I can think of. Like, obviously the fact that like marijuana is now legal, like, you know like yeah it's it's kind of one of like i don't know i don't really i don't really there are people that are getting back out of they're getting out of jail that are getting pardons for marijuana yeah exactly federal action but last month there's a quote here from mark emmert ncaa president that says that name image and likeness profiting was a existential threat to the collegiate model yeah i mean how do you vote an existential threat unanimously and you got a guy like tim tebow calling out you know calling out that act that passed just all about it was it was weird because like just the fact that he came at such a hard stance like he He was saying status quo he was saying that like it's really gonna stop uh it's gonna stop people from like staying true to their roots and they'll just go to the places that can give them the most money like 
yeah so a lot of <laughs> I, I guess really the biggest threat is now it it moves a lot of teams more or a lot of players more towards california west coast yeah or you know new york uh new england area because that's really the big markets yeah but the uh u.s good government us. yeah the u.s government is getting involved yeah good for the pac-12 uh mm-hmm. richard burr senator richard burr from north carolina said in a tweet here quote this if college athletes are going to make money off their likenesses while in school, their scholarships should be treated like income. I'll be introducing legislation that subjects scholarships given to athletes to who choose to cash in to income taxes. Oh, that's ridiculous. So basically saying that anyone who decides to take, you know, be able to profit who off their likeness. His name's Richard Burr. He's a senator from North Carolina. No, uh, North Carolina. So that means that any any player that says, you know what, I want to do like a subway ad or whatever. That means that the tuition that they get for free is now treated like income and they can be taxed on it, which is He tweeted crazy. that within an hour. Yeah, it was immediately. He sent that out. Screw this guy. I don't – I'm. there's a lot to unpack here, obviously. And I don't want to get political. We don't, yeah, we don't really know but what's going on. I'm reading on. through his stuff right now. And so, yeah, there. I mean there's more to follow on this for sure because this is fresh. Like this is five hours ago, four hours ago, something like that. Uh, but we, we figured we'd talk on it because it's something that is important – uh, not only for fans of college sports, but also the college players themselves. Yeah, uh, and, so, the co- and the college athletic system. Yeah, definitely. This is this whole. is a big because this has been in the works for a decade. Yeah, if if not more, I love for it. sure. Uh, yeah, it's a good move, definitely by the NCAA. Just questioning what brought about that change because it's not something. I mean, at that, this point, I think the issue's almost resolved. I would. You know, I mean, like we can push further, mm-hmm. but at least like like from a, from the NCAA standpoint, like mm-hmm. they don't have as much to worry about now. Yeah. I think that you know, I think that it should go further. But I'm very like, I I'm very progressive on this issue. Like mm-hmm. I I think that the college athlete issue is is one that we can always push a little bit further. But that being said, the model that they're presenting here allows at least for. I mean, the problem is here is the call. You know. Players put a lot into college athletics, and a lot of lower-end players that are bench guys aren't going to make anything off this. This is only benefiting, you know, your stars mm-hmm. at, at, at a at a grand scale. I mean, guys will make a couple hundred, a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, like there. I mean, even but, like even because even guys that are on like NFL NFL teams, yeah. like even the, the back-end guys can Don't, do like yeah. a, a car deal. Like they can work with a, a specific yeah. car dealership and get a free car out of it or something. But like that's that. NFL. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but two, like, I mean, two attack by low is going to be loving this. Yeah, but. You know your your bench safety at, you know. Illinois, mm. yeah, not gonna make I, it doesn't. Oh wow, a lot of, for some reason Illinois just out of nowhere. I mean, I was just trying to think of like a like a small market yeah. state. I don't. Yeah, but anyways, lots more to unpack on this, but we're not gonna do that today because yeah. we've got a lot we'll, of stuff we'll to cover talk about. The, we'll cover the fallout from this. Speaking uh, of another thing that happened today that was big, the trade deadline was today. Woo! Uh, well, not a lot of moves. Woo! The only one. I think was the Akib Talib deal, which was just a salary. That dump. was which was just Akib Talib was dealt to the Dolphins from the Los Angeles Rams with a fifth round pick for future pick considerations. Yeah, and it was and it all, the fifth all, round pick is just payment for taking his salary hit. Yeah, it got four point two million dollars off the books, which led us to believe, as you tweeted on the Not Gonna Lie Twitter, since that, deleted because it since come deleted because it didn't come. Wow, that's awkward. I know. Um, I can't win them all. We, it, but it led us to believe that Akib Talib the move was to free up cap space mm-hmm. for, for a separate move to be made by the Rams. But I didn't hear any rumors about that. Yeah. Well, cause but the, now the last but they have time, freed up space for next year. Yeah. Like the, the last time the, the Rams moved a, a cornerback that was big on the books was Marcus Peters to the Ravens. And we thought, man, that's kind of weird. They're not getting a lot of return for him. And then all of a sudden they made the move for Jalen Ramsey. So 
I was just trying to connect the dots together. It didn't work out. Nothing really happened on trade the trade deadline day itself, but there's still a lot to really unpack from, from what's happened, but just moves that have already been made. So let's go ahead. Are and we talk. talking winners and losers? Yeah, let's here? talk some. Let's winners, winners and losers. It. Uh, can you give Can you give me a winner? Um, I can give you my favorite winner. Okay, give me your favorite winner. Um, there's two receivers that got moved. Okay, the one that I like a a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about in a second. But my favorite winner is the San Francisco 49ers picking up Emmanuel Sanders. They've had just nothing at receiver this year. Um, not, not, you know they've had a lot of young guys that were supposed to pan out, mm-hmm. but. Emmanuel Sanders is an established veteran that can hopefully lead this receiver room like Dante Pettis and those guys. And I, I think he's a good target for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the speedy guy, but he's not, you know, he's not a huge target. Um, but I think the Niners made a good pickup there. And Emmanuel Sanders also going to an undefeated team from the Denver Broncos. That's a, that's step a, up. That's a win-win for those yeah, two. But definitely. Uh, and that, yeah, that's the thing. Emmanuel Sanders is like, by pro football focus, a top 20 wide oh, he's, receiver in the he's league. He's very consistent. He's still, he's especially coming off the Achilles injury. He looks like, fine. Really, really good for him. I mean, I'll just follow the same path. You could go in, in different directions here. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey being able to get out of Jacksonville, yeah. heading to Los Angeles. But uh, Mohamed Sanu, like, oh, the, big thing winner. That, the thing that scares me is the Patriots gave up a second round pick, which we wouldn't think, which, you know, we would think, wow, that's kind of a lot for him. But it's the Patriots, so like yeah. you kind of have to trust that well, they know what they're that's, doing. Well, and that's pick number sixty, whatever. So yeah, yeah. So it's really a third round, yeah, third round pick. But still, that's I mean that's a heavy price to give up for a I guy. Don't, that... I don't want to flex on you, John, mm-hmm. but I remember. I think I f- you're going to. I forget what year. It, I said I don't mean to. I know I'm going to. Oh, okay. I don't remember what year it was, but Muhammad Sanu's draft year. I was watching the combine mm-hmm. and I saw him, and they had him. They had his projections, you know, mid late rounds, and I was thinking, this guy's gonna be legit. Yeah, there was something about the way he like just carried himself in the cone drills and stuff, where I was like, "This guy looks like an NFL wide receiver." He still hasn't panned out completely, mm-hmm. but clearly the Patriots think he's legit. So maybe on the next Bill Belichick, John, who knows? Maybe, probably not. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen there. You know, Bill Belichick is loving that. They tried to move for OJ Howard, but I think the Buccaneers were like, "Wait a minute, if you really like this guy, like maybe we should hang on to him." Uh, and their asking price for O.J. Howard was really high, which is crazy because he's not even a factor no. in in uh, in. But they uh, know he, Bruce, I mean, Bruce Arians' offenses tight he ends is are, an asset, though. are relatively non-existent. Yeah, but yeah. if they're not playing him, like wh- um, what value does he really? Another have? winner is the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, um, not only picking up uh, Jalen Ramsey, but also dumping the salaries of Marcus Peters and Akib Talib mm. uh, to be able to pay Jalen Ramsey an extension in the upcoming year. That's going to be big for them. That's they're getting. They're trying to get ahead of the ball by dumping those two contracts now that they would just have to dump later. Um, and then I can't really think of any other. I mean, oh, well, in that same move, uh, Marcus Peters to the to the Ravens. The Ravens are a big winner there. Yeah, because they they gave up next to nothing really. I know. I uh, I really like. And that they move. still. I mean, the nice thing is any team that can have a successful quarterback on his rookie deal, like they're set up for success immediately. And so the fact that they were able to get a guy like Marcus Peters, who's I mean, he, I wouldn't call him a shutdown corner, corner but he's a playmaker. Yeah, he's, he's and and he like that. That's really what the Ravens needed is is a playmaker. Like they've got a good all around uh, defensive unit, but getting Marcus Peters, obviously his first game back, picked off Russell Wilson for the first time this season. Yeah, and took it all was, the way to the house. That for was a, fun for a for a touchdown. I'm gonna home run for a home for a t- run for a touchdown. Uh, you got any losers for me? I know of uh, a few. Um, I'll give you a fun one. Andy Dalton has nothing to do with the trade deadline, but on trade deadline day, it was announced that he is losing his job to Ryan Finley, which it was also if we birthday. had sound effects on this uh, podcast, John called it. 
Yeah. That I was did. one of your four preseason one of my predictions. Four preseason predictions. And Ryan Finley is taking over and he's gonna have to play against the Baltimore Ravens defense in his first game starting as an NFL quarterback. I mean, here's the thing, like the problem has never been Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Like Andy like this Is he year, the solution? I'm not no. saying I'm not saying in previous years. Yeah. But this year the problem was not Andy Dalton. The problem was the offensive line. Entirely. Joe Mixon couldn't get anything done. Yeah, I mean, because we're of not the offensive saying, line. Yeah, we're not saying Joe Mixon's not a talented player. But the fact is that he's not like they need to fix a lot more problems. And I don't know if throwing throwing Ryan Finley to the Wolves is going to solve this <laughs> this issue. If they come out and win that game, like Ryan Ryan Finley is all of a sudden the hero in Cincinnati. But it's I don't not know how. Happen. I don't know how. Uh, Who else the loser? So, the Browns well, didn't do anything. Yeah, the Browns. They were supposed to get needed, Trent Williams. They needed an offensive line help. Uh, that's that's honestly like I mean yeah you could look at defense. And you could look at Baker turning the ball over a ton, but you can attribute that to to coaching. I mean, yes. Uh, and defense is not bad; like they're decent. But when Baker turns the ball over like 15 times in the first eight games, it makes it really difficult that defense for the defense to time. stop. So, definitely the Browns front doing anything. But the biggest loser of all has to be a keep to lead. Th- oh, yeah. it's like it's like the inverse of of the Emmanuel Sanders and Muhammad Sanu situation. <laughs> like they they went to bed on a on a terrible team, woke up on a Super Bowl contender. Akeem Talib woke or went to bed on a team that's in the hunt. Like, they're not out of it. They're playing in one of the toughest divisions in football, but they're squarely in the race for yeah. at least a wildcard spot. I don't, it doesn't matter. He went to bed on a team that's not the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And yes, woke up on yes. the Miami Dolphins. That, you, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, I don't think. <laughs> I wouldn't want to you to that. wake up on the Miami Dolphins, even if you're making 100 grand a year. I mean, look, if me personally, like, <laughs> I would wish to be on the Miami Dolphins, like any of my friends here. Like, I would love for them to wake up. Yeah, because the then you'd Dolphins. be like, "Hey, you guys want to be on the pod?" Well, yes, absolutely. But also, I mean, none of us really. Uh, it would suck though. Like, yeah, day in and day out, just going in there and just. I mean, basically, it's like, you know, a, a, any job where you have to wake up and go and hate your job. Yeah. Uh, so trade deadline relatively disappointing, only because the MLB. And I wanted Melvin Gordon to move. Yeah, I wanted I wanted him to go too. Uh, only because you know, think about it. The MLB's trade deadline, like guys are going left and right, all everywhere. NBA trade deadline, always moving pieces. Big moves. The NFL, last year. yes, big big moves. The NFL's relatively been like they're not a trading league. No, it's just really difficult. Just I, I don't know. I don't know why. Do you do you have any idea why it might be like such a difficult idea to get trades? Because in this has been like. In the recent years, the trades I think have, it's have heated the tight, up. I think it's the tightness, the tight, rigid cap. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, MLB's cap is super loose. Yeah. NBA's cap is not as stringent. But the NFL, you really got to, like, do a lot of math. Well, and the, and the NBA's cap is is structured, like, percentages. Yes. Because you get percentages of, of deals, so it's easier to match and match guys up. But the NFL, it's like, you can pay guys as much as you want, but you have to stay under the salary cap, and you have to field 53 guys. So that definitely has a piece of it for sure. But, yeah, trade deadline, is there any move? Like, I mean, do you think that Mohamed Sanu or or Emmanuel Sanders like or Jalen Ramsey, any deals like that that really had serious implications on the team? Like, was it them, them going on the team? Is that the difference between a Super Bowl playoff appearance or not? I think the Jalen Ramsey move was a big morale move. Okay. So you know, sometimes when teams are doing well enough that they should be a playoff team, but really need to shake it up to take it to the next step, that's Jalen Ramsey. That's what would have happened with Houston if they would have gotten Lev Bell. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Dallas if they would have gotten uh, Jamal Adams. Um, and that's 
in a sense what happens in Baltimore when they get Marcus Peters. That defense just gets that extra punch that yeah. really came out and showed up against Seattle. I mean, their defense is, we know, very dominant. But, but um, just investing in it and taking it to the next level is really a sign that, okay, we're, we're planning on being contenders. Yeah. And the Patriots sharing up the, showing up their depth, they were already a Super Bowl team. Now they're just but they, doubling I mean, down. They, need, they needed and, more help because yes. Josh Gordon is is on, on IR. minor minor IR so he's going to be released in 2 weeks. Yes. He said he's ready to go. Obviously Antonio Brown was there for a minute uh, and then left. So that really left him with and Philip Dorsett Philip, has been hurt all Philip year. Dor- yeah, they left him with Philip Dorsett who's been dealing with an injury. Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman who we we, like. we know we know what he's capable of. Uh, but yeah, Mohamed Sanu is really wide receiver 2, maybe even QB 2 in New England. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I mean, nothing against Jarrett Stidham though, but yeah, there's some stuff against So we've promised and we've alluded to it for a while, but we are finally going to be recapping our uh, our picks that we made at the beginning of the year. Obviously, we were wrong on a lot. Um, we were both wrong in different areas, but we're just going to take it division by division. Don't worry. This is going to be completely in order now. Yeah, we got to go quick here, though. Yeah, we're going to go quick. So hopefully the next 15 minutes, at least 10 minutes maybe, because we still got – NBA news to talk about. We still got NFL week to recap. Or actually, maybe let's just let's just couple this. Let's yeah, we'll do, couple this. Let's do NFL recap and and uh, our predictions recap, and maybe finish in the next twenty minutes. Oh my goodness! I, I I don't know. Once we get going, you know. You know. So first off, we've got the NFC North division. All right, you look at yours. I'll look at mine. Okay, so mine obviously not a hot start from the jump because I picked the Bears to win the I division. I also picked the Bears to win. What'd you have, Matt? I have an 11 and 5. 12 and 4. Oh man. So, not the best. And then and then it gets worse. Not ideal. It yeah. gets worse. Uh, well, this is the division that I was furthest off. Not on. for me. I had maybe for you. I had the Packers at 8 and 8. Yeah. I the, I, was I missed on the Packers wrong. for sure. I I mean, just looking at their I'm just schedule. Im- I'm so impressed by the Packers this oh, year. Oh, definitely. I'm impressed with Aaron Aaron Rodgers really turning back the clock. I'm impressed with Aaron Rodgers. I'm impressed with that defense. Doing way more than I thought they could. And Jamal Adam or Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are a nice combo. like a really good like I think one of the best one two punches in the NFL. I mean, obviously having Aaron Rodgers makes you play a lot better. Yes. But who's been the best running back that's played with with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he had Eddie Lacy for two years. Yeah, I didn't like Eddie Lacy that much. Though. So like you have to look way. Back. I don't think he's actually had a good running back. So now, good defense, good running back, good running backs. And he can throw to whoever. What did you have, Matt? Really, it doesn't matter. I had the I had the Packers at nine and seven, so I haven't missed yet. They so could we, really. Well, you probably did. They could really. We yeah, both missed. They could really tank, but I had the Vikings at eight and eight. I had the Vikings at ten and six. So mm, I'm in decent shape. Not too bad. I like I like what Kirk Cousins is doing. Obviously, it's not going to win him an MVP award. No, but he's playing really well and kind of proving to Matt um, Mike Zimmer, Matt Zimmer. Proving to Mike Zimmer that hey we can throw the ball and we can win games throwing the ball too because he asks he asks Mike Zimmer every day he texts him I heard at at six fifty six a.m. he says hey Mike Zimmer you like that really is that it's not it's not like that or he's not it? yelling he just yeah yeah he just what well, like I mean it's also over text so yeah well like but the, he does like, it with the whisper like no where caps. you have to like no oh, no no the yeah. one where you have to like click on it and mm-hmm. it'll pop up and it's just yeah you like that okay okay yeah but, so Kirk Cousins playing really well the Vikings are. Could make the playoffs. Six and two. Uh, yeah, but not, six and two is tough in the NFC. Yeah, six and two. Isn't I that mean, crazy? But how how much better can you get than six and two? Uh, seven and, and one, eight yes. and zero. Yes, I'm aware. So um, the, the next seven one and one, they get they get the Chiefs um, next week. Eight zero oh, and two. We don't know six zero oh, and two. We don't know if Patrick Mahomes is coming back. Um, so that could be seven a win there. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna keep going. Oh, they get the the Cowboys on the road. 
Did you say they get the Cowboys on the road? That is not a. They play the Cowboys on the road. My, not what you my want. apologies. Uh, but then they get in the next few weeks. They play the Chargers. They play the Broncos. They play the Lions. They really need to win three, five games to make the playoffs. I mean, for oh, me to, to be, make the play- five more for me to be right. Yeah, they need they need to go eleven and five to make the playoffs. Yeah, that'll ten, be tough. ten and six will be like a tiebreaker situation. Yes, yes, I have. I mean, I have them at ten and six, so they could go. They could go four and four and four. Yeah, yeah, easy. All right, so that one looks good. Detroit Lions, we both had at three and thirteen, which was wrong. We were so wrong. Well, unless they lose nine right. in a row, and we're still wrong. It's impossible oh, to get that's them right. True. We yeah, didn't have any no Yeah, from week one, we were wrong in the Lions. Yeah, that was bad. All right, what do we got next? NFC, NFC East. East. Oh, 10 and 6 on the Cowboys. I had this one on the money, John. This is, I mean, I feel pretty good about where I'm at, too. What do you have Cowboys I had, at? I had Cowboys and Eagles at 11 and 5, which is doable. I had them both at 10 and 6. Yeah, which, which is, is which is entirely doable. Pretty good. I had the Redskins at 4 and 12. My one mistake, yeah, I had the Redskins at 5 and 11. And the Giants at 3 and 13. Should have flipped those. I, I, I thought the Redskins were going to do more. I mean, obviously, lost of Darius Geis uh, and just a weird quarterback situation that's going on over there. So that, you know, I, I don't know. I definitely overestimated the Redskins at one and seven. Yeah. If I'd flip the two, I would feel a lot better, but the giants, the giants could probably still go four and 12. So NFC East is probably one of our best yeah. divisions. So yeah. well, like, yeah, at least at this point, cause we don't know what's oh, going to happen. I missed in the NFC South. NFC South. Let's oh, keep it moving. No. Uh, this is bad. Okay, Ooh. Saints. I had a thirteen and three. Okay. That might be spot on. Maybe. Let's let's take a peek at their schedule. What are they at right now? Uh, they're seven and one. Yeah. So oh, next three weeks, it's all divisional games. They go Falcons at uh, Falcons at the Saints. They go on the road to play the Bucks, and then they get the Panthers at home. Okay, they're gonna lose maybe. Then one of those they play the Falcons worst. on the road. Oh yes. The Saints or the well, wow. the Saints. They play the Saints. They play the Forty Niners at home. Okay. Then they play the Colts at home, which. Okay. Go into that game, okay. so you know the Colts are going to win. Cause, You're going to that game, John. Yes, because wow. they're one and zero in games that you've watched. No, they're two and zero in games where they've been the road opponent that I've been a part of. I watched the Colts Titans game when I was eight years old, and I watched last season's wild card round against the Texans. Two and zero, baby. So Indianapolis Colts, if you're listening and want to give me free tickets, because I'm your good luck charm. Wait, did you not buy tickets already? Well, I'm going to. Oh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I just haven't bought tickets yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I promise. I'm gonna go. I promise. Uh, and then they get Titans and the Panthers. So yeah, thirteen and three. I have them at eleven and five, but thirteen and three is it's good. We're good. Gonna happen. What? They're probably gonna go twelve and four. I bet. Yeah. Just split the middle. Uh, Falcons. Falcons. I have at eleven and five. I didn't have them making the playoffs. I had them going nine and seven. What was I thinking? Which is physically possible. So you eleven can't, and five. They can't. No, no they can go nine. And, they I had them at nine, nine and seven, seven. So they can win eight in a row. Oh, why were we so Will far they? off? No. We just had way too much faith in this offense. Well, it's because everyone had hype on the Falcons. Well, they should be good. Yeah, they should be. I don't know. It's the defense. I guess. I don't. I don't know. I don't There's know. not like a. I had the Panthers at nine and seven. The Panthers at eight and eight. Nine and this, seven. Not was bad. Spot on. We're, we're. I mean, after this loss to the to the Forty ers I think. I think we, they're, they're they're an average team, but obviously the Forty ers have proven themselves to be. Elite defensively and running the ball, and Garoppolo's serviceable. Then the Bucks, I had seven and nine, five and eleven. Possible. Who's closer? I really feel like the they're going to win six games. I still believe that the Bucks they are going to win six <laughs> games. That's a fact. <laughs> I really feel like the Bucks are a team that can still beat anybody. They just choose not to. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, they, we can come out and beat anybody it, we want, but Jameis just, just didn't, he just didn't feel he like just it doesn't today. feel he's too many crab legs or yeah. something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean they're close in a lot of games. Obviously, like th- this team could easily have a winning record. You look at the Giants game. You look at the the Titans game. Those are those are games yes. that could have flipped either way. 
I mean, obviously, if the Titans didn't have Ryan Tannehill starting, the Bucks would have won that game easy. Oh, easy. Mary uh, would have done it for him. Yeah. So let's keep it rolling here. Oh, I miss the NFC West. West. I missed. I did too. I mean, who really, who really expected the 49ers to go seven and zero? Like, I have friends that are 49ers fans, and if I said, "Do you think they're going to go seven and zero?" Nobody would have. They would it. say no. I, 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 Seattle had two, two outcomes for me. They were either going to be bad or they were going to be good. Well, I mean, I picked the wrong one. How else? How else really can they? Well, they, I, I, I mean, like they could be like a like a nine and seven, but mm. I didn't think they were going to be nine and seven. You know, I yeah. thought they were either going to be seven and nine or worse and just crumble. Yeah. Or, and what happened was Russ stepped up. He's played very well. This defense they have really is, good receivers too. The DK receivers Metcalf, have Jared really Brown. stepped up. DK Metcalf is impressed. Yeah. And the defense has come together better than I thought they yeah. could. And Chris Carson, I mean. Chris Carson is a really good running back. I like, like Chris Carson. Like, high, like above average in the league yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, he's top 10, probably. The, At least top 12. The schedule gets tougher for him, though. I mean, you could make the argument that you Don't look at the team. Don't they have, like, the second hardest rest I of the season schedule? I think something like that. Yeah, their second hardest schedule. So they'll play uh, – this isn't in order at all, but they'll play the Niners, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Rams, the Panthers, I don't know, and then the Niners again. That's a schedule. That is. That this is, is really, I mean, because you look at their wins, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Cardinals. They have some quality. The Rams. Wins. Like, yeah, they're, they're average wins, but it's not like, uh, it's, it's kind of like the 49ers at this point. Yes. Like, everyone's been saying or they the, haven't played or anybody the Pats. yet. Yeah, or the Pats. Exactly. Like, they're they're not, like, all, like, the worst teams in the league. No. But it's not like, we don't really know the true test of what they're capable of. Right. Because they're playing average but, to below. But if Seattle goes out and beats, you know, a couple of those teams, like... They really need to beat the they need to beat the 49ers and they, they need have to, beat to beat the Rams. The 49ers. If they beat the 49ers and the Rams, if they beat the 49ers once. That's still divisional. What's the best team they play outside of their division? Best team out of their division. I mean, it you can make the argument for the Vikings. They get them at home though. That's it. They play the Eagles. Okay. Uh the Panthers, Panthers on the road. I mean, they're, So the they're real above, struggle is that they're in a good division. They're above like they're above about. average. Uh they're playing above average teams. Oh, like absolutely. They're I've, playing below average. Oh yeah, no, those yeah. teams are nothing to shrug at. They're all like tough wins, but yeah, the the Rams I had at thirteen and three. That was their two their wrong. two losses. Well, they're sorry. Just to end on this, their two losses have come from the Saints and the Ravens. Yeah, who the two best teams are played. Really, they're really good. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it moving. The Rams. I was off. I had them at twelve and four. Thirteen and three was wrong. Physically possible. I, I like. I'm just gonna keep bringing it up. That like technically, they're I'm not wrong yet. Uh, and the, then the Rams could turn around. Like and they, then the Cardinals I had at five and eleven. That seems. Yeah, Cardinals. I have four and twelve. Good. Well, we can't. Mine's mine's no, more we, likely. No, we, well, we can't. can't be right. But we mine's can't. mine's gonna be closest. Yeah, I mean, five wins. They won. They won three in a row. Which yeah. everyone, I don't know. Like, I didn't really bat an eye. How at do you feel whatsoever. about Kyler Murray so far this season? I like what he's doing. I like the team in general, and yeah. he's a really talented player. There, but in, it's there are injuries that are running from back like stuff. you go back to the preview episode we did. My main focus wasn't on Kyler Murray; it was on the offensive line, which is a massive problem. Which was should have been their focus in on draft yes. day, and it absolutely was not. Yeah, what, so did they take one in the sixth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Oh so they had two in the back end of the draft, which, I mean, that's not being a Colts fan, you guys can't do that. You can't shrug off offensive linemen. They're actually a really important part to you winning games. Really, wouldn't you know? Uh, yeah, and then Niners. I mean, obviously. Seven and zero, like a, no one expected that one. Seven, yeah, I have him at nine and seven. Still physically possible. <laughs> oh uh, boy, AFC nice. North gets worse. Oh shoot! I had the Browns at eleven and five. I had the Browns at ten and six. They did not click like I hoped. I will say I hit really well on the Bengals. 
two and fourteen. Because I four and twelve. I think they're getting a win. Hey, they might go four and twelve. I think they're getting a win against the Ryan Finley's going to pick it up. Maybe they're getting a win against the Dolphins for sure. They <laughs> they're going to beat the Dolphins, and then they get to play the Jets. All right. Which we'll touch on later. Uh, and they and they'll play the Browns. Oh yeah, we're going to play the Browns the twice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then Steelers. Uh, okay, I had, I had the Steelers at ten and six. Hear that me out on this one. Bad. I was thinking about this last night. The Steelers beat. You're going to bed just thinking about the Steelers. Yes, the Steelers beat the Dolphins last night. They're three and four. Mm-hmm. If they beat the Colts, they're four and four. And if they beat the Seahawks, no. But here's they no, were close. But here's the thing. If they beat if they beat the the the, the Colts, they're four and four. The Ravens. There's a good chance they lose to the Patriots, even though it's in Baltimore. All of a sudden, Steelers four and four, Ravens five and three. They're a game out of the division. Sheesh. I really and they ha- they've had like I was just saying they've had opportunities to win games. Like oh, they're yeah, not they, as atrocious. Yeah, they were two games out from beating or two points out from beating the Seahawks. Uh, even with mm-hmm. even with uh, uh, Mason Rudolph at quarterback, they and the Forty Niners died. Forty Niners <laughs> beat him by four points, but he's back now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean they got they got beat up by the Patriots, but who well, really hasn't been beat up by the Patriots? Teams that haven't point? played the Patriots yet. Well, yes, that is factual. They took the Ravens overtime, so they're not dead yet. They're not the dead yet. The Browns may be close to dead, but they the Browns have also played a really good, like the first eight weeks of the year. They're playing some really good teams. Yes, Patriots, Seahawks. I had the Ravens at eight, Ravens, eight just for the Rams. Record. How about that stretch, Rams? Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, Patriots. Who is that? That's the Browns. That oh, last five no. games. So obviously they went one and four. What do you expect from them? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so they, they get a little bit easier. They'll go Broncos, Bills, Steelers, Dolphins. This, whoa, this AFC North is not done yet. <laughs> that's four winnable games right there. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, but the Bengals, we were 100% correct on. Yeah, without every, everybody else we don't know. All right, AFC East. Okay, we got the top of this one, right? Yeah. I had the pads at 12 and four. What'd you have, Matt? 12 and 4. All right. Yeah. We we were we were too low. You had the Jets at 11, 11 and, and five, 5, which I've referenced a lot of times. Which time, is so the worst thing I've I don't know what. Listen, every listen, every analyst got to have their hot take team. You yeah. said Sam Darnold can only be stopped by Mono. That's obviously not true. Yeah, well, I was just hoping he to He sees ghosts. I was just hoping to Listen, not. that's the thing. I didn't account for Sam Darnold getting Mono and becoming affected by things affected of the by supernatural the supernatural world, world. <laughs> listen well i didn't affect take, that either if you like take, <laughs> sorry you go ahead you, you take those things out this team's a seven and nine team yeah but uh, don't but you think but you still predicted them at 11 and five no yeah i was wrong and you know no but here's the thing i had them at 11 and five and i had the bills at six and ten mm. i thought the right thing john i just had the wrong team well i don't know the bills should have been my 10 and 11 i'm 11 I'm and close. five team i'm close to walking back like my feelings on the Bills. I still really like the Bills. If they, if the Redskins play them close, now remind, <laughs> let me remind you, the Redskins have not played, and have not scored a touchdown. Well, here's this. How's this for crazy? They covered the spread the last two weeks without having a touchdown. A touchdown. <laughs> so they they played the Vikings on Thursday night. The spread was 13. They won. They lost 19 to nine. They played the 49ers. The spread was 12, and they lost nine to zero. Hey, that's that is. They're doing what they can for the betting. That's boys. what you talk. Yeah, that's what that's what you like to hear. But I think I think what I thought about the Jets was just what I should have thought about the Bills. Yeah, a young team that's going to get it together behind a quarterback that can do just enough and a defense that's solid. Mm-hmm. That's the Bills. I just had the wrong team, Sean. Okay, here the wrong team in hear, New York. Hear me out on this one. Also, why, you, why did we both both of us think that the Dolphins were capable of winning four games? <laughs> like that's crazy. The thinking who did about I have, it now. Let me go look at who I had them beating, John. 
I had the Dolphins. Yeah, let me let me check let me check this out too because that is actually very interesting. I had the Dolphins beating Miami. I had them. I had them splitting, I had them splitting with, with Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep. I had, them, I had them beating Denver. That's possible. Oh wait, no, hang on. I I, I went down the wrong. I line. had them splitting with New England. Yeah, I had them splitting with New England as and well. And splitting you have with to. the Jets. Had them beating the Giants, splitting with the Jets. Who else did I have them? And then beating the Redskins. Okay. Me too. So okay. So we these are we all had them going because okay, obviously we, we, our mindset with that is that they're good enough. Like for some reason they always play up to their competition in the AFC East. So they were gonna split with their their three AFC East teams, and then it was the Redskins. Yeah. Like okay, we weren't that far. Right? Yeah. So that's fine. That's fine. All right. Not, AFC not the South best time. This is where we really I had it wrong. All right. I had the Houston's at, Houston Texans at ten and six. That's a good pick. Yeah. No. Ten and six. I will. I had the Colts at eight and eight. I undershot them. But I under, I recognize that they were at least going to be decent, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. That was not bad. I don't mm. mind the Colts at eight and eight, considering like they've overperformed. Overperformed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have no I have no problem admitting what that. What did you have the Colts at? I had them at nine and seven. Nine and I seven. wanted to go ten and six, but I felt like that was just too much of a stretch. But now it's like. But now it's fine because obviously. But now, what do you think they're going to go? Ten and six. I could see them going eleven and five. Uh, yeah, potentially. But because, that's that's greatly overperforming what we thought. No, I would say honestly, right now their ceiling is twelve and four. Like looking at their, their schedule, max ceiling. Like yes. if they just balled out. Yes, but that's not gonna happen. Because here we go. They're gonna go. They're gonna go ten. And I six. said it before. The next three weeks, they could go eight and two. We already got our sucky week out of the way playing the Broncos <laughs> last week, and we still won. That so helps. we we'll go Steelers, Dolphins, Jags, all at home. Or sorry, Steelers is on the road, but I mean Steelers are gonna have a lot to play for. The Colts are gonna have a lot to play for. Beat the Dolphins, Jaguars. Then all of a sudden we go. Jags, Jags is no pushover. Oh, definitely. But then we've got Texans on the road. Probably lose that one. Yeah. Titans at home, that's a win. That's a Bucks, win. we're gonna beat the Bucks. Saints, probably lose to loss. the Saints. Uh, no, I'm going to the game. They're winning. <laughs> uh, and then they get the Panthers at home, that could and be then the loss. Jaguars on the road. That, these are tough. These these are all mediocre, at least. I mean, they've this played. They've played tough games. Of mediocre. They've played tough games to get to this. That's point. a mid-level rest of season schedule. But also, part of that has to do with the AFC South being a really good yeah. football division. Oh yeah, they're the so only. I the they're the only team. At, I had the Titans at five and eleven. What are they currently sitting at? The Titans are four and four. Okay, so I was wrong on the Titans, but yeah. I was right that they're not good. Yeah, and you're it's actually statistically impossible for you to be right about the Jags as well. Also, yes. statistically impossible for you to be right about the Jets and the Jags. I had the Jags at 3 and 13. I didn't know Gardner didn't Minshew know, was didn't a know Gardner Minshew was going to play. Well, Listen, you didn't know he was, you didn't know Nick Foles clavicle was. If somebody gonna was going to tell me Nick Foles clavicle is going to get hurt, Gardner Minshew's coming in. I would have still had him at 13, yeah. 3 and 13. Oh. <laughs> no, if you told me that Gardner Minshew was going to play, I'd put them in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so AFC South, the only division in football right now to play, uh, to have all teams at 500 or above. Wow. How's that? That's pretty good. So, yeah, we'll see what happens the there. The AFC West, wow, wrong again. I had the Chiefs at 12 oh, and 4. Dang it. 12 and 4 for the Chiefs, good. Yeah, they're not going to do that good. Yeah, but they'll probably be eleven and five. I'm at thirteen and three. They you need think to they're going to be eleven and five. No, yeah, because I think they're going to lose next week if Mahomes isn't ready to go. Which, if they're smart, they don't play him. No, why would you? I'm not a I'm not a doctor, but I am a rational human being. I'm a guy who's had a knee dislocation. Who? Oh, oh my goodness, no. And it don't, hurts. Don't go there. No, <laughs> that hurted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Sorry, we've got an expert on the line. A guy who's also suffered the similar injury. No, here's the, the same thing. injury. The same injury. My apologies. Here's the thing. I'm a rational guy. You're a rational guy. If I told you you could win two games now or win two games in the playoffs, what would you rather have? Hmm. Two games in the playoffs. Sean. Two games in the playoffs. But what if about winning two games now means you make the playoffs? Wait. So, okay. Who 
Who is actually going to beat the Chiefs? Nobody in this. Who's going to in the division? Who's really going to? Nobody. Them? I had the Chargers at twelve and four, and I was way off. What is going on with the Chargers? Here's the, the thing. They. This was. I. I don't agree with the firing of Ken Wisenhunt, but not for reasons why most people would. So if you think about it, there's certain people that the offense or the head coach can blame. So you can say, man, we're not getting it done offensively. Yes. We're not getting it done defensively. Yes. Obviously, right away, you could blame your quarterback, but you can't because it's Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's right? going, he's the going offense, out. The offense is is a really good constructed offense, which means who is that to blame? Offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhut. Yep. But all of a sudden, you cut out Ken Wisenhut. So you know what that means? The last line of defense of blame goes to the head coach. Straight to the head goes coach. To the head. So he really cut off in a win. They didn't. They won. They yeah. beat the Bears. I mean, obviously the Bears missed a field goal, but you save that for a loss because yeah. now the rest of the season, anything that happens to the offense is going to come directly at Anthony Lynn, and that puts him Anthony exposed. Lynn's done. His job's done. I, they're they're not. Well, okay. So they play. This is a tough. This is a tough stretch. This will make or break their season. They go Packers, Raiders, Chiefs. If they win two out of three, the season's back on. Especially if they beat the Packers and the Chiefs. I mean, if they beat the Packers and the Chiefs, like. Yeah, but the Colts, the Colts beat the Texans and the Chiefs and still lost to the Raiders. So <laughs> it's possible to beat really good teams they, I, and still lose to the Raiders. They could also easily go 0-3 on those. I had the Raiders at 6-10. and 10. What are they sitting at right now? 3-4. and four. It's possible. Okay, I, I might say. have been right. I, we, I think the Raiders are better than 6-10. and 10. They had us. Yeah, I, I think so too. Derek Carr, I, I showed you today, there was like a blind side-by-side comparison. Yeah. Of Carson Wentz he's and playing Derek Carr. Very well. and he's Daryl playing. Waller is a baller. Yep. Josh Jacobs it is rhymes, a baller. It rhymes, so it's true. Um, defensively, they've been playing... Good enough. Yeah, they've got uh, Cleveland Farrell turned out to be a really Clellan good pick. Farrell, for them. I was watching their game yesterday. He was all over, all over the field. I mean, they played the they played the Texans right up till the end. Like this is a good, this is a good team, and they can compete yeah, with a lot of teams. They've beaten, beaten really talented teams, and they can play with teams. And then I had the Broncos at five and eleven. What'd you have them at? Let me let me let me check real fast. The Broncos I had at two or five and eleven. Yeah. Okay, sounds so, like we were about right on the Broncos. So my Super Bowl was uh, Rams Chargers. Oh, oh, that's bad. There's uh, a, there's actually potential where neither of those teams actually make the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely, and I had Chiefs and Bears as the other two teams. I was I had Chiefs and Bears. No, like those were my other two. Oh, teams those were. In, oh, okay. In the I had Chiefs and I had Chiefs and Bears. In. Oh. Uh, Bears, yeah, Bears and Chiefs. Bears winning the Super Bowl. But I had the Saints as a two seed at and least, then I and had, the Cowboys as a four seed. So I had I two had things right: the Chiefs and Patriots, and the Bears and Rams. Oh so. man, <coughs> who was your MVP? We're Mine was Patrick Mahomes. Who, if he doesn't? Oh my goodness! You, ta- you take away, yeah, oh, you take away injury no. from Patrick Mahomes. Like that's a different, it, yeah. it's a different story. Like he he could very well be in the conversation if he doesn't get hurt. But you couldn't have foreseen that. I couldn't have foreseen the Browns being so pitiful offensively, which is why I picked. Baker Mayfield is my MVP. That's tough. Kind Who's your projection now? Mine right now as it sits is Russell Wilson, but Aaron Rodgers could take it, and Christian McCaffrey could take it if they win enough games. I think – I mean, I think if we're talking about who's the best player in the NFL right now, it's Russell Wilson. Yes. But who's going to win MVP? Aaron Rodgers. Because so? – It depends on the records of those teams. The, yeah, well, obviously it depends on the records. But if we're giving out a midseason award right now, like it has to go to Aaron Rodgers because Russell Wilson has had an emergence of success with – DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett's playing incredible. Like they've got Chris Carson, he's playing fantastic. Yep. But on offense, the one guy, like so, so he's getting a lot of help offensively. But on offense for the Packers, the only guy that's doing anything is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So absolutely. like from the from the root of the word, like most valuable to the team, 
Like, you could put an average quarterback on the Seahawks, and I still believe they'd be a playoff team. The thing that's helping Russell Wilson right now is statistically he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's the most talented and his team's from a performing stats perspective. very well. But if you put an average quarterback on the Packers, like, they're mid, like they're, they're four and four. Uh, I disagree with you here, though. If you put an average quarterback on the, on the Seahawks, mm-hmm. they're like three and five. Mm, no, just just because of of the Russell Wilson is around. so good. Okay, let's let's look. Russell at, Wilson makes other people better, just like Aaron Rodgers does. Yes, but he also has. Okay, maybe maybe I could be misconstruing because uh, Aaron Rodgers the past two weeks has been throwing to like what John. Yes, Kumaro. He's got nothing. But what if you know DK Metcalf is a talented receiver in his own right, and Chris Carson. He's not bad. Chris, and Chris Carson's, Carson's a good, good running back. No, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. These are all good players. But if you put an average quarterback on the Seahawks team, they're not going to be able to do what Russell Wilson is doing. So in the same way that Aaron Rodgers. Is. Let's just run through the schedule here. I think with an average quarterback, they'd still beat the they still beat the Bengals. They still beat the Seahawks. They'd they would lose, lose that the game to the against the. They would beat the Cardinals. They would lose to the Rams. They would lose that sure. game against the Steelers too. You think? Yes. An average quarterback does not win that game like Russell Wilson did. But they should. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. But they like they should have. They should have. Sure. But Russell Wilson had to pull some magic that an average quarterback yeah, just couldn't and, do. And they wouldn't. So have they're beat four the, and four. They wouldn't beat the Rams. Yeah, they're four and four. Okay, okay that's fair. So like, but Aaron like, but without Aaron Rodgers' outburst these last two weeks, like it's the same situation. They're blown almost, out of the water. Though. Well, no, but he's playing them tight. Like Aaron Rodgers is running teams into the ground. Himself. Yeah. No, this is true. So that's that's why because it's like they're close games and but yes, statistically, that, that's why I agree with but you. statistically, Russell Wilson is outplaying Aaron Rodgers. Yes. No, that's that's in like almost every major statistical category. Yeah. But from the root of the word, like most valuable to the team. Yeah, but that's not how the award works. Well, it goes of, it goes to the player with the it goes usually to the quarterback mm-hmm. with the best stats on the best team. Yeah. That's and, fair. I, and I think that that's more likely to be Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Just to be yeah, just to be the other side of things. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. So then, offensive player of the year, I had Ezekiel Elliott. I had Saquon Barkley, and it's Obviously, not gonna be either of those guys. Saquon Barkley. It's her. Christian it McCaffrey. McCaffrey. No question. Yeah, that, defensive player of the year, I had Khalil Mack. Who did you have? I had Khalil Mack as well. Who's it going to be? I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously, uh, Shaq Barrett is playing very well with Tampa, but I don't think he's. That's a result of him playing well. I think that's a great scheme for him. Well, yeah, um, but also he played. He had a good like three weeks, but he doesn't really have a lot of, uh, a lot of, like consistent. Yeah, uh, production. Cons- consistent play. One of the guys actually. Aaron Donald's the current favorite, which makes sense. Nick Bosa. Could be. Whoa, no. Khalil Mack's actually tied with Aaron Donald as the favorite still. Oh, really? Okay, so we're not doing too bad there. So, well, hear, hear me out on this Miles one. Garrett's Nick here as Bosa well. threw seven games, seven sacks, 20 tackles, 11 for loss. Oh, Nick, Nick Bosa's been balling out. A forced fumble, fumble recovery, and an interception. Absolutely. So, he's he's his tackles for loss are tied Ooh, with J.J. Watts, I feel like it was a couple days ago. That's Ooh. tough. Yeah. No, it's it's probably going to be Aaron Donald, but Khalil Mack's still in the conversation. It's possible Khalil Mack. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, Gardner Minshew. Uh, I... That's who it's gonna be. Yes, I I did not. You have, think. I had David Montgomery. I think who, the, the, David Montgomery last week. They actually used him. I have Miles Sanders who looked really good last week. So maybe S- but I don't know. It's too. They, it's too late. Oh, it's way it's too like late. Not point. even close. It, 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 the idea that we were going with is Josh Jacobs, and yeah. he's in the conversation. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 only guys in the conversation right now are Kyler uh, Murray, Josh Jacobs, Kyler Murray, Gardner Minshew, and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it was for a little bit Terry McLaurin, but he's kind of fallen off. Yeah, uh, defensive rookie of the year. We both had Quinn and Williams, but I think you have to give it to Nick it's, Bosa. No. I mean. Brian Burns. Brian Burns. He's had an injury, so that's yeah, kind of hurting but him. He's, yeah, the games that he's been in. I think it will end really up being well. Bosa, but Nick Burns has played phenomenally. It's shout out to him. Yeah, the defensive line oh. is a is a is a, a spot where you can hit like pretty easily. Like you have to try to miss, I guess, on defensive line prospects because you can see guys that are willing to work hard and get better, like yeah. at their craft. 
and guys that really don't have the personality to keep getting better and adding moves yes. to their game, like you, you can see that from the jump for sure. Comeback player of the year. I said Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm standing with Jimmy Garoppolo. What do you think so? I had Cooper Cup, which I'm standing with he's Cooper looking, Cup. Yeah, he's looking good. I'm, I'm going to stick with that. He's oh. looking really good. I mean, who else was even on the table here? Darius Geis was on the table. But Carson Wentz I mean, was on the table. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell was on the table. I mean, it's got to be. Leonard Fournette was on the table, and he's been playing very well. Mm. Um, but Derek Carr as well. But it's really, it's got to be one of those two guys. Yeah, or David Johnson as well. But David yeah, Johnson but he, hasn't been hurt much. Yeah. No, so, it's it's one of those. Yeah. I mean, you, Earl Thomas maybe, but he hasn't been doing enough. No, he hasn't yeah, but Jimmy enough. Garoppolo is the quarterback of the team with yes, the best the Cooper Cup been playing like insane. Yeah, that's another two hundred twenty yard week. He's had multiple two hundred yard weeks. And then coach of the year, I was off. I had Freddie Kitchens. I had Sean McVay, which uh is Freddie Kitchens was bad. He's gonna get fired. Yeah, the only way well if he if he gives Who is the coach of the year? Who is the coach of the year? It has to be Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, I mean, because they're so not going to give it to Belichick because obviously nope. he's won so many. And they're you not going to make be... the case for Frank Reich. Uh, if the Colts go 10-6, 11-5. I'm saying 10, you can make the case for Pete Carroll. Yes, I agree too. He's done a lot with his not but as much. out of everybody, like out of the most surprising team that's like one of the best in the NFL, playing like one of the best, has to be the Colts. Like Andrew yeah. like retiring. The Colts. Rallying the team together like that. I mean, yeah, all bias aside, like Frank Reich is a master at coaching like a master motivator is very a player's good. player like he's a player's coach yeah but i mean a player's, a player's pl- you know you know what i mean like no i don't okay anyways uh <laughs> scratch that yeah so oh like like he's an advocate for players yeah okay that's what i meant um also um let's see what other teams that are overperforming oh buffalo Buff- yeah buffalo's overperforming we may have seen this may have been the end of buffalo this week houston i think there's a chance um uh, yeah houston we expected though and mm-hmm. they're even though Mike even Zimmer though five and three, yes, Mike Zimmer, I think is is another good. I mean, just think about it. We expected to see, like you said, we expected them to do really good or really bad. Mm-hmm. But we didn't like there was there was an expectation of we're like no, there's no way they're going to be good. Well, but there was also no like there wasn't a lot of people saying like oh, Seattle's going to win eleven games, and yeah. right now it looks very possible that they're. I mean, if I'm projecting where Seattle's going to go right now, it's about eleven games. Yeah, but right now it's Kyle Shanahan's race to lose. Absolutely, absolutely. Like he is in the he's in the driver's seat, no doubt about it. Okay, we're gonna take oh, a let's quick talk about break. A little bit of NBA after the break. Yeah, let's take a break. Then we're gonna hit some NBA, talk about some some things that we've seen over the first few games, and kind of see what's there to stick and what's there. Season precap. Yeah, precap. I like it. All right, we'll see you after the break. All right, we're back, and we back. Hayden made a bagel. Mm. Offered Joey a bagel. Joey declined. Uh, Thanks for and the big then, update, John. Yeah, and but now we're back. We are we're in it, uh, and we're gonna talk some NBA because we really have not talked any. NBA and I love at all. the NBA. I love the NBA as well. Uh, well, up up uh, breaking news. You want to hear something that's just so NBA? Trey Young. Trey Young went to the locker room with an ankle injury. Oh yeah, that's just a big deal. A minute ago, two minutes ago. So and it's supposed to be serious. So yeah, that's, could be a couple weeks at least. They're saying him. yeah. What what or what do you have? You know what's just so NBA? What what's so in NBA? the Eastern Conference right now? A three thirty three win percentage will give you the eighth seed. In the Western Conference, a 333 win percentage would put you at 11. All right, so here's here's something, uh, and I, I really I can't stress this enough, okay? We're going to be talking about it a lot in the next 15 minutes. The East They've played, sucks. No, no. They've I'm, played I'm three at you. I'm or at four you. They've played games. three or four games. We don't know what's going to happen. But the East does suck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
I should make that Miami. <laughs> the one thing we do know that as a whole, the West is way more dominant it's than the East. It's not even close. But we're just going to take these next few minutes, talk about a few teams, uh, and, and look at some of the things that are happening right now that are maybe making us say, this is interesting, and then talk about whether we think they'll continue or not. All right. I'll start. Minnesota Timberwolves are 3-0. and oh. oh, boy. That is interesting. They're, I, they're also winning games by an average of 10 points. And they've beaten the Warriors. No, they haven't. No, they their wins have come from... It wasn't the Warriors. They, Who they beat? They beat the, the Nets. Nets. They beat the was. Nets. They beat the In Hornets. overtime. No, not in overtime. Yeah, the Nets game was overtime. Was it? Yeah. Oh, never That's why it was so high scoring. It was like 127, Oh, that's right. 127, 126. 126. Yeah, and then they beat the Heat, who have looked really good. And then they beat the Hornets, which are okay. not that good. Uh, but they have the Sixers next, so that'll be a real test. Do you think this will continue? No. Yeah, I don't not think losing? so Not losing? No. Not lo- Well, I mean, obviously... Will they be a playoff team? Fringe. No. They'll be like an 8, 9, 10, 11. That's the thing. Like, there's a lot of talented teams in the West... That aren't like we talked about it on. We're gonna NBA literally say this episode. every week from we're, now. Well, on we're gonna have to because it's season. like everyone's like, man, the Mavericks or the the Pelicans are a really good team. Like I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Well, yeah, but then it's you like have maybe to, then you have to bump somebody else out. Yeah, it's tough. There's 12 good teams really in, in the NBA right now. Uh, in the in West. the West, in the West, there's, there's like, like 14, 15 good teams. Oh, the thank you. You added the Celtics <laughs> in there. 15, there's 15 <laughs> good teams in the West right now. No, yeah, because well, no, the 16. Milwaukee, Boston, Toronto, and Philly. Not Toronto. No. They're no. good enough. I mean, if if Pascal Siakam doesn't go off, they're not winning a game. Like, That's facts. Well, they, they will win. Like, they're not winning games that count, I guess, is what I'm trying All to say. All right. So, um, here's, here's Denver looks really good. Denver might. Denver will finish with the best record in the league. I don't know. Saying that I, after three games. I really like the Clippers still. Because like, remember. And they don't have Paul George. Paul George is not back. Kawhi Leonard actually looks like a really good playmaker. No. Like, that's the next That's the next facet Evo- of his The next game. evolution of Kawhi. Yeah, the next update. The next uh, software the next, update. The next software was, update. Was, was a playmaker. No, he's uh, the next, and, like, and it came it's, through it's like iOS the next, 15. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the next operating system. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I can operate on playmaking. <laughs> but, yeah, so Kawhi, I wrote in, in, in an article for the Collegian this week, actually, Kawhi Leonard is my pick for MVP now because I think it's going to be coupled with team success and his success I mean, now who as a else, playmaker. Who else is in the conversation? LeBron's having to split with AD, so that's tough. Eight, you could put either right. of those two in Dame, the conversation. Dame would be your other. Dame and Curry would be your other two picks out of the Giannis, list. but voter fatigue. Yes. See, like Giannis, if if everything was blank, it's not going to be, and no one had won, like no one had won an MVP award, like there's no voter fatigue. My vote would be for Giannis, but but coupled with people saying because I mean Steph Curry won the MVP two years in a row. Then Steve Nash won it like yeah, but a Steph Curry was playing that. insane. Well, yes, exactly. But there's no point. There's no part of Giannis's game besides maybe a three point shot that he can really improve. Well, yeah, shooting would be a huge evolution. Yeah, but he's like a decent that, that's well, not, and passing. But he that's not be... gonna make that's not gonna make a statistical difference. If you think about it, Russell Russell Westbrook is just a tiny Giannis. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if Russell Westbrook was 6'11, if Giannis wanted to get a triple double every night, he easily could. Well, okay, no, you he's, you, he's, you he's, pull back what you add in height, you pull back in motor. Like I don't think, uh, no offense to Giannis, but you don't, I don't think Giannis could average think a triple Westbrook, double if he was on a bad team. I just I don't think Giannis wants to win as bad as Russell Westbrook. I does. think Giannis knows how to win better than Russell Westbrook does. No, he's just he's he taller. recognizes he's taller. Like really, it's the same athleticism. It's the same. Uh, he's smarter. He takes. He's a. He mm, knows. He knows no, his limitations well, better. Okay. Russ yes. thinks he's better than he is. Yeah, but Giannis doesn't have many limitations you're just shooting 
but he knows that. Yeah, but he's he, like, let me just go dunk it okay. every time. Yeah, what he can. Russell Westbrook can't. Like that's yeah. the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, if, oh yeah, oh, yeah. the, the drive to that. win that Russell Westbrook has, like he's willing to dive on the floor. He's willing to uh, really do whatever it takes. Besides, I mean, obviously, like deferring to a teammate. Uh, yeah, like pass. everything in his power to win. Like he will do that. Uh, another team, San Antonio's three zero. Do you think they're legit this year? I have them. I have them as a seven seed. You can't ever count out Greg Popovich. Dejounte Murray's coming back from torn ACL. They have Demar Derozan, the most who, boring good player in the league. I mean, he can channel. You know. Oh, he's good. He can like Pop can can channel the best out of out of every player. And he plays close enough to Pop's preferred style. If they had Marcus Morris though, if Marcus Morris didn't didn't leave them at the altar for the New York Knicks, like this would be like a really good team. Yeah. Because Marcus Morris is. A guy that Greg Popovich like that play style that he just loves like he fills in all the cracks. Like he's a, a great glue guy, uh, but we'll see. I, I mean, I still think they're a seven seed because you can't count out Greg Popovich at all. But one of the teams I really want to talk about here is Golden State. Golden State's now one and two. Point differential is negative twelve. They've oh, been man. getting demolished. They won their first game. They lost to the Thunder, dude. Yeah, they they got blown out by the Thunder. Oh my uh, goodness! They lost their first game, or they won their first game they won to the Pelicans on the road. Defense is a problem. Teams have scored one twenty or more in every game against them, but I feel like we knew that was going to happen. I mean, Draymond's an elite defender. Steph Curry and D'Angelo Russell are not defenders at all. Then you're running with guys like Jordan Poole, uh, Willie Cauley Stein's still injured. But, I mean, he's a decent defender, but you're running with a lot of guys that can't defend the basketball that well. So. For the Warriors to win games, they have to score 120 plus, and they're not always going to do that. But there are nights when they they can't. Like last night, they looked like the team that we expect them to be. Did you see the quote by Greg? Um, I'm sorry, Steve Kerr, where he said people have been criticizing his, you know, his game flow, mm-hmm. his game planning, saying that uh, Steph Curry needs to shoot more threes. And yeah. he says we can't turn him into James Harden. That's not what it. That's not what he is. Yeah, he. It's not. He. They need to run the offense through him. And he needs to be a passer, but he doesn't. He doesn't need to shoot more threes than he's already shooting. I think. I think his volume will just naturally increase. Yeah, not but, not, but not. But not intentionally. Like not yeah. with like a. All right, Curry, you're going to shoot 33s tonight. Well, the beauty of like the Warriors team is that they really just deferred to whoever was going off in the moment. Like it was extremely fluid, and it could be switching up at any time. But now it's like, all right, D'Angelo, Steph, are you guys going off? No. Okay, I guess we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's really what it's turned into, and. It's a young team too. Like there's a lot of one and two year guys that are on the team right now. That's what they've done they well. Is they've really from. set themselves up to build while still winning. If, now, if they, if they I mean, develop, the, like they're still a playoff get. team because Mar- they've got Marquis Chris. Is it, are the Warriors going to be the playoffs? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I don't. I don't know why people are saying like the idea that they're not is really just trying to generate a hot take. Like, oh, they're a dynasty and now they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, like, not. there's no like, there's no because Clay comes back after the All Star break. If they're somewhat close, Clay's going to turn that like. Clay really has the power to turn that team around himself because he's another elite offensive shooter and he's a shutdown perimeter defender. I mean, he can defend inside if he if he has to as well, but that takes a lot of pressure off of Draymond defensively. Yes, it takes a lot of pressure off of D'Angelo and Steph offensively. All uh, right, any oh, other interesting teams? One interesting. I like the player, Jazz a lot still. I mean, I like getting Mike Conley, even though he hasn't been playing well, is going to help them in the long run. Like, I, I still I still think they're a regular season team though. Like they'll play well in the regular season, but they'll get bounced in the right. first round. All right, let's early. let's limit ourselves. No more West. Let's talk about three Eastern Conference teams before we before okay. we close out. But here. then I've got and then I've got one player I want to talk about. Okay, too. so we'll, we'll let's talk that. about Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Kyrie could goes ex- for fifty and they lose. Could be expected. I mean, I like that was from the jump. Like you knew 
That, but like, here's the thing: is there are reports that they're worried about Kawhi's um, uh, Kyrie, mental health. I mean, sorry, why did I say Kawhi? Yeah, they're worried about Kyrie's mental health. Yeah, there's complaints about him being unhappy already. There's yeah, but but then again, some people are totally denying that, or and then some people are saying that's just Kyrie. Like he's never happy. That's what Kevin Durant said. Like he said that he is an artist, like he's a creator, and you really just need to leave him in oh his element. Oh my people people give, give Kyrie too much credit. I don't mentally. know. Like it's it's just. I mean, obviously, like, mental health is a serious thing, and he talked about it, like, going through the loss of his, of his grandfather was a big no, deal. No, like, I don't want to, I don't yeah, want to, like, no, I, diminish I, yeah. mental health, but people are treating him as if he's some sort of, like, Picasso of basketball, yeah, when yeah, it's really, exactly. like, he's a guy who's been having a tough time mm-hmm. and has some mental health, like, you know, not, like, diagnoses necessarily, but, you know, everybody has struggles in their yeah, lives, and it, he's just going through a rough patch, people just, I mean, and he may be predisposed project, to this. People project their their issues in different ways yes. some people you talk about like they have some people work two, harder one of two yeah they have one or two close friends that they confide in some people disengage some people it motivates themselves like this is really just his reactionary method to difficulties yeah i think and obviously it's something that brooklyn knew going into it because they like they, this was the whole thing with the celtics last year right they took it out on his teammates uh and and the coaches and really kept the celtics from gelling as a team uh, but Brooklyn, that's what you get. Like, you, all the all the other stuff aside, like on the court, I've I've realized from the beginning that Kyrie's not the guy. Like, no. he's a good he's co- the he's a good he's co-star. the best co-star in the league. Yeah, but he can't win on his own. Like, there's gonna be a, multiple nights where he drops forty five, and and Loses. they lose. Like, they're gonna lose by one or two points. I mean, obviously, if he hit that one buzzer beater, like the the first game, that would have been crazy. Yeah. That little spin move. Uh, let's all right, see. let's talk Philly. Philly, okay. They have not lost, and, and Joel Embiid has been performing very well. And some people are ranking Philly in the top four teams in the league. I, oh, I think they have to be. I mean, uh, do the, you? The one, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen them as high as one, two on people's power rankings. I think, okay, here's teams, teams that I think are better than Philly. Okay. Long term, season long. L.A., Milwaukee, Denver, L.A. That's it. Season I long. I don't know about I don't know about Milwaukee. They lost. You don't I mean, think losing so? Malcolm Brogdon was a big piece that I think they're gonna like. They're gonna I, come to regret. I just think they have enough shooting to out. You know, the to only outperform the, the only Sixers, thing Sixers can't the shoot. Sixers, yeah, the only problem the Sixers have is an inability to shoot the three. But that's always been their problem, and they've been doing okay. Their bet. Well, but last year they had JJ Redick. He's gone now. Their yeah. best three point shooters are Joel Embiid and Al Horford. Now, obviously, getting Al Horford. I mentioned it before, and I'm gonna mention it. <laughs> is again. this who you're gonna talk about? No. Oh. Uh, is a fantastic move for them because it gives them a veteran presence that they really didn't have, a guy who's been in those like tight situations before. An absolute lockdown defender who now isn't guarding Joel Embiid but can guard Giannis. Uh, and, but still, and a three-point shooter. like He can stretch the floor when yeah. he's on. No, yeah. But Ben Simmons needs to start shooting more. I mean, we had we had Keith Hornsby on last week. I was We were talking about... Uh, I was talking to him about like Ben Simmons and, and really what he needs to do. And he was saying, well, first off, Ben Simmons needs to start shooting mid-range. That's just going to make the defense respect him more. Like, don't immediately like as a go transitionary to the three. period. Yes. Like, don't immediately go to the three. Start shooting mid range, but then you look at the rest of the team. Tobias Harris can hit decently. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh Richardson, he's, he's all right. All right. But they're they're like six deep, maybe. Yeah. Like they're going to have to. They're like in the finals. For example, last year, Fred VanVleet, after the birth of his son, was balling out. Out, you know, on every fast, like he was shooting like seventy percent from mm-hmm. three, like. We didn't expect that, but we knew that Fred Fred VanVleet could ball. 
like there's all these teams that have bench guys that can really heat it up for him. Uh, the Sixers, I mean, maybe we just haven't seen him yet. Like maybe he's out there and we just don't know who it is. But they're going to need to – they need a lot of help, you know, with their with their bench unit or else they're going to get burned come late in the playoffs. Absolutely. And then the Celtics is the last team that I want to talk about. Kemba oh. Walker well, goes 4 for 18 in a loss against Philly on the first night. Um, since then, he shot 19 for 39 from the field, 9 for 20 from three, and averaged 27 back-to-back. What's legit? Like what's, what's, what's Kemba's real – Floor, ceiling, and I mean, average. from the beginning, Kemba's been hot and cold. Like, it's not like it's been some some big surprise uh, that, that... It's just people haven't noticed as much because he's been on the Exactly, Hornets. exactly. But we have a team, like, we've built a team as the Celtics around him that we can be successful whether he's hot, whether he's cold. We've got a lot of young guys. Grant Williams is playing, like, a Dark Horse Rookie of the Year at this point. Like, he's become Marcus Morris from last year. He's played at the five when we needed, like, when we needed to go small. He's been just making the right passes, getting rebounds, getting steals, getting blocks. He blocked uh, R.J. Barrett when they played the Knicks. That was pretty cool. Uh, Jalen Brown. I'm really excited for Jalen Brown I to like Jaylen Brown. prove everyone wrong. I do think they paid him a little much, but only because of what Buddy Heald got. Uh, but I do think he's a really talented player in the NBA, and I think he's shown it. Like the last, He had foul trouble game one, so he struggled there. But the, the last two games, he's been playing like you know, like an above average piece in the NBA at this point. But Gordon Hayward has been driving a lot more, looking a lot more comfortable. And uh, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, there are pieces here that like I still believe we're top three team in the East. Now, how far does that get us? I really don't know. But I like where we're at at this point. All right, who's your player? So the one guy who I, which is crazy because I actually really liked – to play with him on 2K last year, even though he was like a 72 overall uh, like player, just because he was so long, he was a great defender, and he could get to the rim really well, uh, was involved, a key piece in the Paul George trade. But the guy I'm really liking so far is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So over the last three games, granted, three games, 23.8 points, 6.8 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 1.3 blocks. For some reason, like somehow they've made the three-point guard team work in, yeah. in uh which is a challenge Oklahoma city yeah because dennis schroeder chris paul and shea gilgis are all talented players in their own right but it's, it's i mean they beat the warriors that's their only win but shea gilgis is 21 and if paul george doesn't resign and the clippers don't win a title all of a sudden the thunder may have won this trade because not only did they get eight million picks but they got Danilo Gallinari. I, 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 the Thunder the, have the set themselves right up. Stars. Absolutely. It really um, comes down to, at the end of the day, what do you do with the picks? Because the Celtics... And they need to do a Chris Paul. Yeah, oh yeah. They, Chris Paul is in the long-term option there. As soon as possible. Yeah. All, All right. right. Oh. Whoa, hello. Nice. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Not Gonna Lie. Uh, be sure to check out our website, notgonnalipod.com. You can look at all the picks that we made. Make fun of us if oh, you want boy. to. Please do. Uh, find us on Instagram, Not Gonna Lie Podcast, or on Twitter, Podcast NGL. And we'll see you next week.